0: The majority of agents that I talk to, they always say, I work my book like crazy. Nobody works their book like I work my book. There's still a lot of business in the book. I've never gone into an agency and not found applications in the book of business. And it's because I do take a different kind of a look. We do dig pretty deep. We do take a different perspective. I do have a process for it, and it's been very successful.
1: So the big question is this, how do small business owners like us grow our business, grow our leadership and develop our teams in a way that allows us to get our products and services out to the world yet still remain profitable. That is the question. And this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Bradley Hamner, and this is the Club Capital Leadership Podcast. Hey, before we get into today's episode, did you know that Club Capital is the largest accounting advisory firm for insurance agency owners in the country, providing monthly accounting, CFO services and tax preparation? Check them out at club.capital. Welcome to another episode of the Club Capital Leadership Podcast. My name is Bradley Hamner. Today's guest is Tom Williams, the owner of Sales Leader Consulting. Tom has been in the mortgage industry since 2000. He's obviously seen a lot that's happened, the 2008 meltdown. He's been around the insurance agency game for a very long time, travels the country, visiting insurance agents and their teams in person. We're going to talk about mortgages. We talk about life insurance. We talk about health insurance. I know he's well known, especially with uh, some of the captive companies. I was excited to be able to have Tom on. Without further ado, let's get into it. Wouldn't it be a great start to 2021 by having more leads in your book of business? Well, that's where our partners at DirectClicks Inc. come in. Their team's dialed-in approach to running Google ads and online SEO campaigns maximize the quality and the volume of your leads, whether that's for inbound phone calls or even exclusive leads through your website. DirectClicks Inc works only with PNC insurance agency owners, so they have thousands of hours creating /AB split testing, and improving online campaigns specifically for insurance. They also understand why each and every marketing dollar matters in providing true results, low paper clicks, transparency, and attention to detail, all of which is discussed in-depth during your monthly review calls. Reach out to the DirectClicks team at directclicksinc.com. That's directclicksinc.com and find out how they can make a difference in your approach to generating new business. Tom, welcome to the Club Capital Leadership Podcast. Thanks for having me. We're really excited to have you. I've known you now and first was introduced to you, goodness, probably three or four years ago. And so it was really great. I know when we started the podcast, you were one of the people that I was going to have on. I think the timing of this, especially in the economic climate that we're in with mortgages, we're going to talk a lot about mortgages and life insurance and some health insurance. But we always start with just background and origin story. And as I was sharing with you, in our call earlier that I actually don't know much about your background. So why don't you just tell some of our listeners about how you got started and how you got to where you are today.
0: As far as me and my history, my wheelhouse has always been in the mortgage industry. It was probably right around the year 2000 that I got into it. I worked with Bank of America. I don't know why, but it just seems kind of a natural for me. I liked working with clients as far as structuring loans trying to find what's the best fit, what's the best deal, should they take some cash out to get rid of some bad debt. And it's not always an interest rate environment, but I had a lot of success in the mortgage industry. And then came the financial meltdown and Bank of America laid off all of their loan officers. So that's when I started with State Farm. It was probably right around maybe 2012. Something else that I also did for several years was credit counseling. So that kind of worked hand in glove as far as helping people with damaged credit. I would help rescue them, regain their name and their good credit standing, and then help them into a better loan. So after the meltdown, I started with State Farm. My agent said that, hey, we need bank. And this was back during the day when your bank bucket was part of your scorecard. So it had a lot of impact. I was able to max out The bank bucket. It helped the agent go to MDRT status two years in a row. And he said, you probably could teach other agents this process, be more successful than I can afford to pay you to sit in a desk in my office. And that was five years ago. And so that's what I did. And fortunately, my children are grown and didn't have anything really tying me down because I didn't anticipate the amount of travel that has sprung up. I'm on the road 100% of the time now. When I was doing mortgages, I wrote over 2,500 mortgages personally and funded over $600 million. So I've heard a lot of objections. I think I've heard just about every objection that's out there for the mortgage piece. So part of my training is overcoming objections. And I feel like I've got that covered pretty well just by virtue of the number, the sheer volume of loans that I've done. Well, so, that's actually um, one of the
1: things I was going to ask you about is what do you see in today's climate as... Number one or number two, most common objection you see in the mortgage industry right now?
0: Well, everyone always wants to know what's the interest rate. And it's almost like they're kicking the tires. Most people ask what the interest rate is because they don't dive into their mortgage deep enough to ask any other questions. They only talk about it probably once a year and then they just write the check the rest of the year. So I don't sell on interest rates, I sell on benefit. And it's just like when we used to do the car loans at State Farm also. It's a number and it has some significance. But when you consider, hey, what we're doing is we're restructuring your debt. You're getting rid of $600 a month in credit cards. So you can use that money to better protect your family or pay off other bills. So if your interest rate isn't going down, is that really a big concern when your cash flow is increasing five, 600 a month? For most people, it's not. So typically, that's the number one thing. Another thing they may ask, what are closing costs? That's always variable. And and that's something that I teach to accurately determine a closing cost and, and present that as part of the refinance. Those are the two big ones.
1: Are you an agency owner looking to grow your revenue and increase your bottom line? Club Capital is here to help. Built for agents by agents. So we know your struggles with accounting, payroll and HR solutions, tax services, analytics and more let's get you on the path to serious success. Using data-driven insights, you'll grow your business based on revenue and expense comparisons alongside your top performing peers. With over $100 million in tracked annual revenue and $70 million in tracked annual expenses, we have the data to help you make better informed decisions for your agency. Let's make your back office less of a hassle and more of the strategic generator that powers the growth to take your agency and your leadership to the next level. Visit club.capital today to book your complimentary, no-obligation demo. Club Capital, way more than a CPA firm. Let's say that we'll start with somebody that maybe is mortgage licensed already, and I kind of think of it like a blank slate. So let's just say that they don't know where to start. They have a book of business with a thousand, twelve hundred homeowners policies in their book, and they've kind of dabbled with mortgages in the past. Maybe they've done a handful of them, five, six or something like that. So I'm just kind of painting that picture. And then they see how much is out there with people refinancing. And so they know it's a good market. They're getting the refinance mortgage request coming into their office quite a bit. And so they see that there's a volume and there's an opportunity out there, but they simply don't know where to start. Like, They know where to start if they're going to try to prospect for life insurance or any other product, but they may not be familiar with that with mortgages. What's your biggest piece of advice of where they should start with their book? That's a
0: great point. Yeah, getting started is half the battle. There is so much business in every agent's book. And with my process, I always say the same thing. If I use the number that you gave me, 1,200 households, let's say 900 have homeowners insurance. I would start there. And let's start talking to those people. When I come in, I spend a week in the office typically, and we'll get the phone ringing. If 900 people have homeowners, we're probably going to get 150 to 200 mortgage quotes out that week, sometimes more, sometimes less. It depends on how many people are participating in the mortgage blitz that we're doing. I always say, I always talk about bandwidth. If we've got enough bandwidth, we can bring in a lot of loans. So over the course of the first five days, if there's 900 homes, say we get 200 quotes, of the 200 quotes, there's going to be half of those, 100 of them are going to have a substantial benefit to the borrower. That's what I'm going to give the agent is, this is how we should pitch it. Here's a couple of scenarios. They can do this or that, which one's better for them. And then they call the the customer and they present it. So of those 100, I would say 50, half again, are going to apply for the mortgage in the first 15 days. That is the five days that I'm there and the two weeks following, as long as the agent is on the ball with the follow-up. Just like any sale, 80% of all sales happen after the fifth contact. So we're going to get a pipeline started. On average, we get 30 applications in the first five days. On top of that, we're going to have a hot list of another 20 that are like right now, let's get all these people and do it. And then there's going to be a little bit of downline work that some people aren't quite ready. And then there's always the incoming business that I also have a process for that so that there's always a pipeline of new mortgage business for as long as that agent has their license and has a career that they'll always have a pipeline.
1: I know there's obviously some people that have their team members that are licensed But how have you seen, I mean, whether you're doing 30 (laughs) in a very intense week like you're doing Mm -hmm. or you're doing one a month, for goodness sakes, what's your recommendation about Mm -hmm. how to engage our teams in that process?
0: Well, personally, the process that I use, I gear it towards simplicity. I want a team member, if it's their first day on the job, I want them to be able to contribute to the team. So I have scripts in place. I have worksheets that I use very simple process. I let them gather that data and then I turn it over to the mortgage license person, the, the agent, and that's where we'll structure the deal.
1: You mentioned this earlier, but I know that you've gotten into and just have had a lot of experience with financial services, specifically life and health insurance. And you kind of referred to this a few minutes ago, but how do you approach and what is your thought process, kind of your mindset around life insurance and health insurance and maybe how you integrate that with the mortgage process, but then also even if it has nothing to do with mortgages and they're just having a conversation with people, I know you kind of have a unique way that you think about financial services.
0: I kind of do, and I will tailor it really for the agent because the bulk of the work that I've done so far has been with state farm agents. They always have their fast start objective, so they have to drum up a number of applications in a certain amount of time to get certain bonus levels. So I've kind of tailored my own personal training to do that. I can expound on that, and I know how to ask for more premium too. But if we take some of the basic process that I use in my mortgage blitz, and we geared towards the life, and we do like a life blitz, I typically average about 20 application count, and that's typically a shorter training. I tell everyone the same thing. It's the most important thing that we do here. I always say that. We have to live that part of it. So call it what you want. Call it drinking the Kool-Aid or whatever. But I'm a big believer in life insurance. I have five policies and I can't wait to get another one. I think that one of the biggest objections is they say they can't afford more life insurance or they can't afford any life insurance. Well, here's an opportunity. If we can find the money, would you then consider it? Because by looking at your mortgage, I think we can save you a couple hundred dollars a month. So why don't we take a part of that and protect your family?
1: We were talking earlier when we're recording this. It's in the very first part of the year, the first three months of 2021. And certainly people are going to be listening to this at different times a year from now or into the future. I think it applies now, but it really applies at any point. Agents are looking for faster, cheaper, easier ways to be able to sell a volume of applications, right? They, it's at the end of the year and they need to try to hit sure. an incentive trip. It's at the beginning of the year. They're trying to get off to a hot start, whatever the case may be, or they sure. simply are just trying to get some premium on the board. I mean, what is your number one best tip for an agent that's looking to try to get some volume out of with their life applications?
0: Not every agent. Most The majority of agents that I talk to, they always say, I work my book like crazy. Nobody works their book like I work my book. There's still a lot of business in the book. I've never gone into an agency and not found applications in the book of business. And it's because I do take a different kind of a look. We do dig pretty deep. We do take a different perspective. I do have a process for it. And it's been very successful but always look in the book. The bigger the book, the more policies there can be found. The most important thing to me is the referrals. So if you've got someone, when I used to be a State Farm team member, when I pulled someone up on my screen, I didn't look at the policies that they had. I looked at the policies that they didn't have. And if there's mom and dad in the house and they have life insurance, but they have little ones running around, well, we need to talk about the children getting their own policies. And because it's so affordable, I always used to say everyone in the family can have their own policy and it's like three or four dollars a day. So a lot of that is once you start analyzing
1: it that way, it becomes a natural. We spend a lot of time on here talking about obviously developing of the agent's mindset, certainly developing their teams with a lot of conversations around life insurance, but health insurance really doesn't come up very much. What are your thoughts around health insurance and to be able to better position the agency for that Line of business.
0: There's some very simple word tracks that I have in my playbook that enable that conversation to happen. And going across the different insurers, I don't know what all their offerings are, but having coming from, again from the state farm background, sometimes it's very easy to put a short term disability in place, a small one, and it's a single line auto, for instance, that multi line discount is basically going to wash out the premium, so they've got an added benefit and they're not really paying one new dollar. So that's a way to pick up some count on health. There's also some very simple ways to sell the hospital income. It's a nice benefit, and benefit can offset the deductible sometimes. So there's a few different word tracks for it, very simple stuff. Again, I am limited to State Farm as far as that product. But again, if you think about it, If you've got a mortgage and you've got a car payment, and if you're like probably 70% of all Americans and you live paycheck to paycheck, well, if you suddenly don't have a paycheck, those bills just keep right on coming. You can get yourself into a bad situation in a hurry. So that's why I advocate so strongly for it.
1: One of the biggest referral sources that agents have, it doesn't matter, again, who you represent, is going to be realtors, apartment complexes, and especially mortgage brokers. I mean, there's Some agents that really do an incredible job at developing intentionally those relationships to be able to get referrals from those mortgage brokers. And so I've heard from some of them have mentioned that they want to continue to make sure that they have that relationship and that those mortgage brokers don't feel like that they're taking away their business. How do you kind of help reframe the mindset of the agent to You know, that they can still keep that relationship of referrals while at the same time looking to expand their mortgage business.
0: There are so many opportunities in a book of business that did not come from mortgage broker referrals that you can definitely have it both ways. I spoke to one of my agents recently. We were doing life insurance training and she said that she didn't want to get licensed because she was getting so much business from her brokers locally. And I said, okay, well, I mean, if you're comfortable with the size of your business and the amount of business that you're getting on a regular basis, who am I to tell you otherwise? But just want you to know that there is business in your book if you wanted to go after it. I don't think anyone would have their feelings hurt because nobody's doing anything with it right now. So absolutely, doing business with mortgage brokers is fantastic. I absolutely would never step on the toes of any relationship pre-existing like that. It would be counterproductive for everyone. I only want to talk about refinancing people who are otherwise unaware of the options that they have. And I'm also very much in favor of finding those people with challenged credit and putting a two-step process in place for them, get their credit restored, and then get them back into a better loan.
1: What do you think is the biggest challenge that's going to be for mortgage-licensed agents over the next 12 to 24 months, and what can they do to be able to overcome that?
0: The market is flooded right now with companies soliciting for refinance. I'm sure you probably get it in the mail all day, every day. And the best possible way, as with anything, is by developing that relationship with your customer. Just let them know, I'm here for you. I'm here to look for ways to save you money on a regular basis. And this is the best way that I can think of is looking at the mortgage. But letting your client know that they can tune out all the noise from external influence and say, if you have a question, just call me. I think that's part of that trust relationship that the agents have. Yeah. It gives them that advantage. Than just someone soliciting on the phone, right? Last couple of questions. You
1: had mentioned when we were talking earlier and you kind of alluded to it is that there's a lot of people that are going to listen to this that they're not mortgage licensed and they quite frankly don't even really have a desire to be mortgage licensed how and why would they consider working with you and this is an opportunity for you to talk about i know the new company that you just created as well but what is your advice to some of those agents on how you might be able to help them and in particular really help their clients
0: yes the new company is called credit flex capital i know a lot of people have just seen me posting on Facebook and on LinkedIn. We just launched, just went live about 10 days ago. And what I can do like an independent agent wanted me to come in and help with their book of business, I can tell them what we have to offer, but I can do a mortgage blitz and I can assign a loan officer to that agency. I've already checked it out as far as compliance goes that if I come in acting in a sales manager capacity, I'm allowed to pay a referral fee to the agent. So they wouldn't have to have a license, but they would be central to the sale. They would be making the sale, but they would also have a loan officer who has to legally take the application. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay.
1: Tell us what you're doing with Credit Flex Capital.
0: We actually can do a lot of types of lending that other banks can't do. Mortgages, we get approved with credit scores as low as 550. I do business loans. So... If I've got a newer agent that needs some operating capital, I don't need tax returns from a self-employed business owner, which is, we know that I'm self-employed and I'm behind on my tax returns. So I imagine other people are as well. That just life happens and you get a little bit behind. So I don't need that part. We can get you approved just with bank statements. So operating capital, business loans, I can do construction loans. I can work with damaged credit to help you regain your credit. And then all I need really is if I put you into a mortgage, it restructures your debt. It recaptures your good credit. I'm going to send you back to your agent and have them put you into a new loan at conforming rates.
1: What's the last book that you read? Hit me.
0: It was something by John Grisham, maybe a painted house.
1: What's the book that you would recommend the most to agency owners?
0: Tom Hagna, Paychecks to Playchecks.
1: Other than the native apps on your smartphone, what is your favorite tech tool or app that you use every day?
0: Mortgagecalculator.org, I think is what that's called. It gets used every day. What's your most unusual talent? I have a weird ability to remember numbers. Helpful in what you do. Exactly. If an agent calls that I was at their office a month ago and they'll want to talk about that Jones deal, and I'll say, oh yeah, we were trying to get them 70,000 cash out to pay off credit cards. So I'm weird with like phone numbers and stuff like that. Names I struggle with.
1: All right, last question. It is the Club Capital Leadership Podcast after all. What is the best piece of leadership advice
0: you've ever received? I think it's be yourself, be genuine, be true to yourself. Love it.
1: Tom, somebody wants to work with you. What's the best way for them to be able to get in touch with you?
0: Uh, I'm on Facebook quite a bit. Facebook Messenger, if somebody wants, if they're my Facebook friend, they've probably got 3,500 of people that are. My phone number, you can always text me, 734 560 9229. Anybody can text that wants. Facebook Messenger works great.
1: Tom, this has been great having you on the podcast. I was excited to be able to have you on, and uh, we really appreciate your time.
0: Thank you very much, Bradley. It's been great.
1: One of the things that really stood out to me with that podcast with Tom is – There are so many coaches and consultants that are out there and do incredible work, but how many of them actually really come to your office? I mean, there are a few that do that and spend an entire day with you really, truly getting the results that he's able to get with agents and their teams. I think that's pretty unique value proposition. And so just even some of those numbers he went through about the number of households and applications and submissions and that sort of thing, approvals. In a very short amount of time. So if you're interested in working with Tom, as he said, reach out to him. Facebook messenger is probably the best way to be able to get in touch with him or his cell phone number. You can text him 734-560-9229. Tom, appreciate you coming on the Club Capital Leadership Podcast. As always, big thanks to our friends, Matt and Ed Jones with direct clicks. Everything that they are doing there, they do it because they care about the relationships that they build with the insurance agency owners and their team members. They absolutely, truly care about the results that they're going to get for you and your agency to help you to be able to get more of those leads that are coming in and just to be able to make sense for Google. You know, they take the time to build a relationship. They don't just look at it like a sale. They look at you like family and treat you like that as well. So reach out to Matt Maddie Jones and the entire team at Direct clicks. They will be able to help you to make sense of all things Google, whether that's pay per click, whether obviously now it's SEO. Reach out to them at directclicksinc.com. Directclicks Inc. Uh, reach them at directclicksinc.com. They're just incredible people over there, and I just can't recommend them enough. They've been so impactful for me and my business, but and I've referred them over to so many different people as well. And everybody comes back and says, wow, the experience of working with the entire team over there is first class, and it really is. Until next episode, lead well.